Hello there. Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of four books, host of two PBS specials. Here today to give you another tip on how to help you bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to look at the subject of people we don't like. But as usual, I want to try to bring a different perspective to this subject. I've done a lot of work on dealing with difficult people. My second PBS special was on that. My second book was on that. Talk a lot about how to do that. But there's a quote that was sent to me by my son Nick. He is a uh, uh, sophomore acting major at Texas State University. And he tweeted this out. And it's from a play he was studying called After Ashley. And it, I think it has a wonderful perspective on dealing with difficult people or dealing with people we don't like. So I've adapted the quote a little bit to kind of allow us to use it to make our life more richer. So here's, here's what the quote says in my adaptation. The measure of our humanity is our ability to have compassion for the people we know well enough not to like. Okay, there's a lot of information in there, so let's kind of break it down. First again, the measure of our humanity is our ability to have compassion for the people we know well enough not to like. So let's break it down and start from the end. Basically it says we kind of need to know people well enough before we decide we don't like them. I mean, how many times have we kind of made a snap judgment, saw somebody, some behavior, some uh, uh, way they did something, and went, really, I don't like that person. And then later on we found out, hey, this, was, this is a pretty nice guy, pretty nice cow. So this idea about kind of making those snap judgments, I think we want to be a little careful of, full of care, because the potential that will make a judgment that is inaccurate or doesn't serve us or gets in the way of maybe a great relationship is high. So number one, we have to know people well enough before we decide we don't like them. We have to see behavior in a variety of, of settings and decide, okay, not somebody I like because now I know them well enough not to like. What about having compassion for that person? I think that's not something that we normally go to. You know, I feel very compassionate for that jerk, you know. We have a tendency to be kind of judgmental. But compassion, I think, is a wonderful way of looking at it, especially if we look at how the brain processes information. Because when we don't like someone, that middle part of the brain, the limbic system, kind of sends messages down to the lower 20% of the brain. We produce chemicals, adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol that are really not good for us. Kind of reminds me of the quote that I use in my seminars a lot that says, resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Because all this adrenaline, noradrenaline, and especially cortisol in a non-fight-or-flight situation is really lousy for our body. It can actually be poisonous. Now, there's another quote that goes along with that that says, Compassion is the antitoxin of the soul. So if resentment is like taking poison, compassion is the antitoxin. And I think if we want to look deep enough, we can find a way to have compassion for this person. Number one, if we don't like them, chances are other people don't like them as well. So they live their life not being liked by people. And what that means is on some level, there's a, they're afraid there's something wrong with them. They're afraid people won't like them. They're afraid people don't want to spend time with them. They're afraid they're not going to listen to them or want to be around them. They're afraid there's something wrong with them. That's their greatest fear. 
And I think if we think about that, what is it like to live life like that? Always afraid of being judged by people and afraid there's something wrong with who you are. I think we can have compassion for that person. That's kind of sad because they are afraid. They're coming from that frightened part of the brain. That's why I love seeing difficult people as frightened versus frightening. Even when they're acting all blusterous and confident, really that's kind of a, a compensation for their insecurity. You know, the, the uh, analogy I like to use is that Hitler was frightened and, and conceited. Jesus was confident. So, you know, both of the, it's not about uh, kind of looking at confidence in a bad way. There's nothing wrong with confidence. But when it comes across as I'm better than you, I'm superior to you, that can look, have us looking at the whole perspective in a way that doesn't serve us. So, having compassion for the people we know well enough not to like. And then the very beginning of the quote, it's a test of our humanity. You know, our tendency to see other people in one way or another often says more about us than it does about them. You know, I like that uh, phrase that says, when somebody's pointing a finger at you, they got three fingers pointing back at themselves. So how we see others and how we judge others says something about us. It's a test of our humanity. And I think we all want to be more human. We all want to be able to see people in a way that doesn't engage that lower 20% of the brain, but actually allows us to have some compassion for them. That engages the upper 80% of the brain. We also want to make sure we're not making these snap judgments where we're just choosing not to like someone based on some particular situation that might be a misunderstanding. I mean, how many times have people misunderstood you? <laughs> so if it's happening uh, to us, isn't it probably happening from us that we may be misunderstanding others? So that ability to make sure we have seen people in enough situations where we know them well enough not to like them, if we choose not to like them. And then having some compassion for them as a statement about who we are. I am someone who has compassion for a frightened person, for a person who may be going around afraid that no one likes them or afraid there's something wrong with them. That puts us in a position of engaging the upper 80% of the brain, producing chemicals like endorphins and serotonin and dopamine, allows us to bring our best to the situation. Now, this doesn't mean we have to spend a lot of time around these folks, you know. I'm a big fan of being very purposeful about who I spend time with. However, having compassion for them allows us to think about them in a way that, number one, maximizes our humanity, and number two, engages the upper 80% of the brain. So, you think there might be some people out there that you can practice on. You know, I always say, life gives us plenty of opportunities to practice. <laughs> so if there's someone that uh, you don't like, that maybe you've been kind of running over and over in your mind, oh man, that's so-and-so, See, when you do that, you're making them the most important person in your life because you're giving them the power to change the chemical makeup of your body to throw you into that lower 20% of the brain. Whereas compassion, you know, it's not about just not thinking about them. I'm not going to think about that person. I'm not going to because that have us that has us not thinking about what we're trying to think about. You know, that doesn't work. So the idea is what we want to do is think about them in a way that serves us, in a way that makes a statement about who we are. comes from the quote that I use also in my seminars. Every thought, emotion, and action is a statement about who we are 
and who we are becoming. I don't know about you, but I would like to define myself as someone who has compassion for the people that I have learned to know well enough not to like. If that serves you, I'm going to encourage you to give that a shot. See how it might free you up to then focus on the people you do like or the situations that are meaningful to you because you're not spending that time thinking about focusing on those people you don't like in a negative way. I hope you're finding these videos valuable. I am having a wonderful time bringing them to you. If you do, please hit the like button. You know how Google and YouTube really pay a lot of attention to that in terms of who they recommend this to. Recommend it to your friends. Share it with your friends if you feel that this uh, information might be valuable to them. I've also got about 150 now, maybe 158 or at last count, videos on my YouTube channel. I also have them on my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. As you know, I am a speaker, so if you would like for me to come to your organization and talk to you about how to access this upper 80% of the brain, regardless of the situation, access your best in any situation, go to the page, hit the contact button, let me know, and I'll be happy to talk with you about that. In the meantime, here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, and creativity into who you are. Dealing with people you don't like in a way that makes a statement about who you are in a way you would recommend to someone you love. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.